Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. Great giving message. It's just one of the mysteries of the Kingdom of God is that our attitude determines, our motive determines what's going on around our life. And I know this is our testimony and we're actually in a real miracle season this year where um, every week God's providing supernaturally for us. And um, it's like five years ago, if I'd looked at my life now, I thought I would have thought, man, we could never do that. But over these last couple of years, as God has um, shaped us and moulded us, but not our outward, not our... Um, our outward reality, but our heart and our motives, it sets us up to be able to engage with the mystery of heaven. And this whole message of having a generous heart, a heart that gives, a mind that gives and understands that that's the currency of the kingdom. I can stand here today and tell you it actually works. And it's like um, how I feel like it is, is, you know, our finance is like a rubber band. And it's, you know, when you're given a rubber band, it's like a certain size, but you know that you can still stretch that bad boy to be like three times, four times maybe even the size of what was given to you in your hand. And it's like that in the kingdom of God. He um, he has this supernatural ability to take what you have and stretch it much more than any um, anything the world we could ever comprehend in like a worldly point of view. So um, thanks, Mark. It's true and it works. And you're a great um, example to me, darling, of how to live like that and how to walk in a life um, that has that generous heart and that generous mindset. So if that's you here today, you've got dreams in your heart and you're looking at that the finance, the rubber band on your hand, just know God can stretch that thing way out of proportion, man. And that's what He does in His kingdom. And it works and it's true. And just step into it. Amen. Hey, it's so great to be sharing with you. And this is our show and tell series. And I've got to say that at the last service. But we're this um, over the next sort of six to eight weeks, we're doing our show and tell. And it's kind of that, um, you know, at primary school, when you have show and tell and you stand up in front of your class and you show or tell something that's going on in your world. I don't know if you've, um, we're still in the stage where we're going to new entrants. So we've got, had, um, three of our kids and we got two more to go. So Florence and Atarea have both yet to join um, primary school. And it's very similar. I remember watching Oliver stand up in front of his class. You know, I think they can get chosen once a week. They put up their little hands. I've got something to say. I've got something to say. Um, And of course, at five, it can be as exciting as um, I got a lollipop yesterday. And they're elated um, and so excited to, you know, I caught a crayfish or I caught, um, it was what Oliver would have stood up and said. And this is the same kind of context that we can stand up in front of people and have something to show and tell about our church, about who we are, about a story, about a connection, um, about understanding what it means to be um, a part of C3 Topol and call this place home. We've actually got a whole lot to show and tell 
about Jesus. And um, over the last couple of years, God has taken us on a process of what He's shown us about this church and been able to help us put it into words and into vision statement and a mission call for us. And we're all actually intertwined and interlinked into this beautiful tapestry that He's made because you are the body, He is the beating heart, but we are the body and we are the hands and the feet. We are the actualization of God's heartbeat in this house and His vision and His mission for us here at C3 Topor. Um, but before we move on, I just want to do a quick shout out to make sure you're coming to the Creative Gathering. Um, we're like the week after Easter is um, we've got the GLC and um, we're doing this incredible gathering with worship and um, incredible teaching and we're going to... Anyway, all of that kind of stuff is, um, is great, but the heartbeat is what I want to share behind that. The heartbeat behind the worship, the heartbeat behind the messages, the heartbeat be behind this great gathering that we've um, created and orchestrated is that we would encounter God's presence is that we would just intentionally as a church take time off work. I'd really love you to, um, to consider taking Thursday and Friday off work. Even if you work Saturdays, take whatever one of those days you're working on. Take time off work to be with Jesus. It's like a Jesus holiday. It's like, you know, date time. It's like um, a conference call to heaven that you're setting time aside for. It is so vital and so important to our life as believers to come together corporately and pursue Christ. And we find that the reason we're so um, comfortable asking you to take time off work, and, and often many of you need to take unpaid time off work. So it's not like you can take time off work that's paid. A lot of people actually take unpaid time off work to come. But there's something about that sacrifice when we choose to make that sacrifice and intentionally put ourselves in a place where the environment is geared towards engaging the Holy Spirit, we know that when the church turns up, so does the Father, so does the Spirit, and so does His Son. And we, we create an environment where we just connect with the Holy Spirit and He's not a wasteful type of a person. He's so um, incredibly honouring like that. Whenever we set time aside for Him to be with Him, he has something He wants to do, something He wants to give us, something He wants to show us, something He wants to rearrange in us, something He wants to heal in us. And so we can confidently walk into this gathering knowing that we can say, your life will change when you come. Because there's no way you can walk into the presence without receiving something. Sometimes we know what we need to receive when we walk in, but many times we walk into His presence not knowing what we need to receive. But he knows and he does it and it's amazing. So I'd really love you to come and, um, you know, we don't do these gatherings because we're bored and we've got nothing to do. We do these gatherings because we really believe in the significant power of people coming together outside of a Sunday, like once a year, twice a year. I don't know how many times a year you can do that, um, working in your schedule, but intentionally taking time off the normal to gather into the supernatural and pursue Him. And this is where dreams are birthed, visions happen, healing happens in our heart and in our physical bodies. It's like the well, the oasis that we need in this intense, fast-paced world. 
So um, we'd really love you to come. It's not too late to make sure you sign up. Um, it's free for all of our church to attend. And we've also, this year, um, we just knocked the price down to $30 for everyone to come because we really felt Holy Spirit say something significant is going to happen at this gathering. Um, just And what we really felt Him say was make it easy for people to get there. And at the end of the day, finance is one of the things that it makes it hard for people to attend things. It's just one of those um, blockages. So we thought, Father, we're going to step out and unblock this blockage and believe that um, we're going to gather and um, know that you're going to do what only you can do. So please get there. Um, you can sign up out there. Um, turn up. Um, all the information is online. All the information is everywhere, all the time. You can access it. Um, it's really easy. And so show and tell. I don't know if you've ever picked up one of these in our house. If you haven't, these are available. But this is a little booklet that we put together very briefly about who we are, um, what it means to call C3 Topol home locally. And there's also this book, there's what it means to call C3 um, church home globally. And really encourage you to pick those up and to read them. Pastor Ryan's doing growth track at the moment. Just um, We're going to all go through growth track. And, and what we're really believing that's going to do is just anchor us into the vision and the mission of what C3 Church is. And you know, you're sitting here today because it's your choice to come to this church. We don't really have a choice about going to church or not because God clearly says to be to not forsake the gathering together of the ecclesia, that the church is his bride, and there's scripture after scripture after scripture about church and that we should be connected to it. But in that, you get the choice of which church you attend. And there's something very spiritual, something very supernatural and very significant about the place that you plant yourself in. There's something often that attracts you to a church. Your spirit connects with, a, with something that's going on inside of a church. And it's the vision, it's the mantle, it's the anointing, and it's the spirit that rests in that place. But also, there's a part of your life and your destiny that is tied up in the tapestry of the destiny and the vision of this church. Because like I said before, the vision and the mission that God has given us can only be outworked by us. It's you and me. And so inside of us, Inside of you is part is one of the keys to unlocking our future. And I like to think our future is like that bridge in Paris where lovers go and they put a, have you seen that? Um, they put a, a lock on and then they drop the key. I think Summer's been there, haven't you? Well, some of us, I think she has, some of us have been there. Have you guys been there? I saw a photo of you guys in Paris with no children. I was like, whoa, this is the Edwards. Yeah, see, all good lovers go to Paris, Mark. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, single people. Um, anyway, I like to think our destiny as a church is like that bridge. There's just hundreds and thousands of um, padlocks, and each of those padlocks has a key that's held by you and me, and we go along and we unlock that um, padlock and take it off, and it's like our destiny being actualized. And it's all together. There's no, there's no end and there's no limit to it. It's like a limitless, um, uh, limitless destiny that sits on this church. It's just about how many of us are going to pick up a key and unlock 
our part to play in this destiny, amen? God creates nothing without intention and purpose. Now I'm telling you, it's not Mark and I, we signed up to the call of God, but this was His creation. This church is His intention and we have partnered with it. That's what it means to lay your life down before Him and pick up the call. And so it's the same for all of us. You're a big part of this, and this is what we're sharing over these next couple of months. So I just want to actually run through the, the um, values, our core values with you. So we are inclusive. We are a house committed to salvation. We know that salvation is the greatest thing that's ever happened to us, and we want everyone else to see it. We're not under law or expectation or obligation to get people saved. We know that salvation has deeply changed our life and we are so grateful. We would never want to hide that, contain it or control it, but we wanna make sure that every single person has the opportunity to engage and to um, encounter God's love and salvation. We are supernatural. We believe in the Holy Spirit and living a Spirit-empowered life. We desire to see heaven come to earth and the presence of God impact our town. We do the journey. We know Christianity is just a moment, is not just a moment, but a journey. We are committed to walk the journey of freedom and discipleship with everyone. We are equal. We're all chosen to build and grow God's magnificent church on earth. And we are all equal. And the call is for us all to pastor, preach, disciple and release. We're a church committed to the elevation of Jesus Christ. We love our town and we are passionate about creating environments where people can come and engage the authentic presence of God to receive healing, purpose and empowerment. We like to keep it real. We love coffee and we love community. Our mission statement is to see Topol impacted with the authentic presence of God. It's hard to come up with a mission statement for a church when you're full of dreams and visions. But when Mark and I sat down and we um, had all of this in our heart and we talked about it and we talked about it and we talked about it, what we came back to is everything is achievable if people experience the authentic presence of God. This is the catalyst to see everything break open. So this is what we hunger for. This is what we pursue is to see our city impacted with the authentic presence of God. And today I'm going to speak about We Do the Journey that we know Christianity is not just a moment, but a journey. And we are committed to walk this journey of freedom and discipleship with everyone. You know, the word journey literally explains the Christian faith. It's an onward moving journey where we are constantly having our heart, our mind, and therefore our life upgraded by the Holy Spirit. As we are upgraded by the Holy Spirit, we can encounter Jesus in a more personal and deep way. And once the Holy Spirit and Jesus heal our hearts and our mind and imprint kingdom culture on us, we can more easily engage and absorb the Father's love. It's the love of God that's going to completely transform this world. It's the love of God, the unconditional, pure love of God that is the key 
to see everything in our society and everything in our world change. It's what's going to see salvation break forth. All of these great things. But humanity, until it's um, really fixed up, until your heart is fixed up and your mind is fixed up, you receive the love of the Father, but you, it, it, it leaks out of you. When our hearts are healed, when our mind is healed, when we're transformed, when we go on this journey of restoration, the love of the Father stays in us and we absorb it and we give it out. And when we absorb the love of God, when we can contain the love of God, supernatural things start exploding everywhere. And so this is why when we come into salvation, a big part of what Christ does is restore us, heal us, transforms us. He loves us so much. I said to the ladies on Thursday night, He will not leave us the synthetic version of who we really are. He wants to take us back to that original version. And what I found is that life does a whole lot of damage to us. Sometimes the damage comes from the consequence of our own decisions, but often the damage comes from the consequences of the decisions people have made for us and our family of origin and our past. And so when God comes in, He wants to move in our heart. We don't want just flaky Christianity that knows Him but isn't healed by Him, that just hears about Him but hasn't been made whole. And so He wants to get busy. He wants to heal our hearts and heal our minds. You see, discipleship is not just knowing God but it's having Him disciple your heart and your mind to the, back to the truth of who you were created to be. But it's an, it's an unnerving journey sometimes because when you come in, you've been the synthetic, when we come into salvation, sometimes we've been the synthetic version of ourselves for so long, the original version is like the polar opposite. And so we see that discipleship goes on for years and years sometimes in our life as God is redeeming us. Because if he did it in an instant, we'd wake up and have no idea who we were. But slowly, but slowly, as he heals us and delivers us and sets us free, he restores us back to the truth of who we are. Amen? Mark and I want everyone who calls C3 Church Topor home to be given the opportunity of relationship and family here. And through this connection of relationship, we want everyone to grow and develop in their faith. We know that our best life is found as you go on the journey of discipleship and freedom. We want discipleship to be based in relationship, not based in program, structure and performance. We want discipleship and growth of your faith to be based around your love, your connection and your relationships here. Relationship is so important to us. Briley baked 180 shortbread bite-sized cookies last night. It cost her $18 because I said to her, how many blocks of butter did you put in that? She baked those because we sat in a meeting on Monday where we felt like that period between 10 and 10.30, the connection in our church was not awesome. We felt like people left. And because our heart is that as you come in this door, you're going to find connection, relationship and family. That environment is as important to us as this environment. 
This is why sometimes in worship, when I look over to this side of the auditorium and I see Pearl and I see Summer sitting here and I see Ariki and I see um, Victoria and I see Soul and all the babies, I start crying because this is what we're after. Restoration, family, relationship, disciple, being redeemed from darkness into light. It says in the Word of God that Jesus is the light that awakens us. He's so wonderful. Relationship, family, restoration. This is who we are. We want anyone and everyone who walks through the doors of C3 Taupo to feel accepted, valued, loved and cared for. When people walk through our doors with years of pain, trauma, bondage, oppression, hopelessness and feeling like they've been forgotten, we want them to experience the authentic presence of God and know that God loves them. Through experiencing the authentic presence and love of God, we believe that there are going to be hundreds and thousands of people get saved in this auditorium and in the auditoriums we'll find ourselves sitting in in the future. But we don't want to just be a church that sees thousands of people saved. We want to see be a church that sees hundreds and thousands of lives saved and discipled, saved and into relationship, saved into relationship and then fulfilling their destiny. We want to see the authenticity of Christ. We want them to know the authenticity of Christ and then to begin the journey of discovering that salvation is only the first of so many significant moments in the believer's life. Significant moments of adoption into God's kingdom, into being a son, the ministry of reconciliation, being reconciled, being brought back into where we were, where we're meant to be. When we're unsaved, we're estranged from the truth. We're created to be in God's presence. We're created to live solely in relationship with Him and everything else is an added bonus. We're committed to not only become a hospital for the lost condition of humanity, but to be the rehabilitation for humanity's brokenness. It's not enough just to see people into eternal life. We've got, to be the, we've got to be a rehabilitation centre. We've got to be doing life, doing the journey, doing family, doing real authentic relationship so that people begin to engage God in every area of their life. We are committed to creating a church that will bring transformation to our nation and globally through uncovering the creative solutions needed from heaven for our community. We are committed to engaging heaven on earth. There's so many problems in our society. There's so many problems in our day-to-day life. And the only answer to these is uncovering what God's answer is and then doing them. We're at a toddler stage in this church. We're not a newborn anymore. We've been born. We've been through five or six years of being born. That's called planting a church. But we're at the stage now where we're like a toddler and we're beginning to figure out we can walk and we can talk and we can run. But inside of this toddler, this this toddler church is a beating heart. (laughs) It's the vision and the mission. 
And it sits central inside of this church, this ecclesia, and it's, it's the part, the supernatural part. Our vision statement and our core values are what define us. They are the truth and the purpose that underhinge everything we do, every decision we make, and they help us to see the future we're creating. One of our, um, you know, so like I said all the time, we reflect back on these core values in our mission statement. Every decision we make has to be laying over the blueprint of these values and this state, this mission, our mission. So we said we, we talk about that. How is that connection point going? It's just as important in the auditorium. Why do we do the, the gathering of creators? Because we're wanting to facilitate environments where the authentic presence of God is like the oasis. It's like the river. It's like the reality of those couple of days. When we look to the future ahead, we want these things to be alive in our church. When someone's sitting in your lounge room and asks you which church you go to, that this is the language that you can talk about the place and the family you belong to. You know what our family values are. You know what our mission as a family is to do. And you're finding and outworking your destiny in, in that. We're not there yet. We haven't got it all figured out of how we're going to do it. But one thing we've determined in our heart is not to chase the product, but to chase the heartbeat of the Holy Spirit. And next week, we could gather five or six different discipleship programs and start outworking them through meetings and start driving the church into those things. But we've held resistant to the product because we want to create the heartbeat. And we believe as the Holy Spirit gets inside of our heart and this mission and this vision that He has for this church begins to beat in your heart, you're going to come up with the solutions of discipleship. Your ministry and um, the call of God is what's going to birth the product, the outworking of these things. And so we're still, this is the stage that we're in and this is the next season that Mark and I really feel God is leading us into as a church is to empower and equip you to fulfill the vision and the mission statement of this church. We don't want to be the ones doing all of that. We want it to come from within. We want the body to be the expression of the beating heart. This is who we are and this is who we are becoming. This is who you and me are being molded by the Holy Spirit to become. We create the body and He is the heartbeat inside of it. Our vision statement and core values are the beating heart inside of this ecclesia. And the Holy Spirit has intentionally crafted you into this body because you are a part of the actualization of heaven's vision for this house. We are the ones called to lead people through the journey of salvation and faith as they come through our doors. But we know as well that this journey never ends. We never arrive at the end of God's journey. We're all humble. We're all being led. We're all finding freedom. We're all being healed. We're all being restored. For the rest of our lives, that journey will carry on. We're willing to be believers and leaders who live with our life on the altar of God. 
We are the ones still being transformed, changed and freed by the continual work of the cross. And as we are, the work of the cross can carry on. We never want people to come through our doors and enter into a relationship or program with someone who's got it all together. Because what Mark and I found is we never have it all together. We're on a continual journey of having it all together. And this is what defines us. This is what makes us relatable. And you know what? This is what makes us authentic. Is that we're people with a message that's alive and living and moving in our lives. We're not a people with a testimony of what God's done in the past. We've got fresh testimony, fresh bread, fresh anointing, fresh Holy Spirit. And this is a big commitment. And this is a commitment that Mark and I are working in our lives on a constant basis. Being on the altar, letting God do what only He can do and heal what only He can heal and set free what only He can set free. Layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. Because we're submitted to Christ's discipleship. We're submitted to His discipline. We're submitted to His pruning. And that gives the fruit of freedom and authenticity. Amen. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, one of my favourite scriptures, you would have, I preached about this at night church last time. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all being Christ and therefore all died. And He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us a ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to Himself and Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And He has committed to us this message of reconciliation. And this is exactly what I've broken down in our message about who we are, what we want you to feel like in this house and what we want people who walk through our doors to engage and feel like. And like Mark said before, it's a motive, it's a heartbeat, it's something, it's in one of the mysteries of the Kingdom. And as we share over these next six to eight weeks, this is not a message that we're just sharing, this is something supernatural. These are not words your pastors and their leadership team have crafted together. These are words we've meditated and waited for the Holy Spirit to bring to reality so that we could get on paper what we feel is in the supernatural. 
So as we sit under these messages, Mark and I are believing that there's gonna be a supernatural imprinting of God's vision and His mission and His values for our house into your heart. It's not something that we can orchestrate physically. It's something He's gonna do supernaturally. But when you're hearing these messages, when you're hearing the language and when you're hearing the words of our team as they share this, it's giving you the language of who we are. It's giving you the words to speak out the mystery of what Christ is doing amongst us. So that when you read in your Word of God and you're reading about who Jesus is, who His life is, and you're engaging with Him, you're starting to awaken to how that's manifest in our, our church as an ecclesia. Amen? Amen. That we can articulate the vision and the mission, that we can feel, we can literally feel that our lives are being weaved into the tapestry of this place. That we're not attenders, that we're not spectators, that we're not visitors, but we're the integral part of the body that is carrying the heartbeat of Jesus Christ. Remembering that He's woven you into this body for a particular reason. Like I said at the very beginning, you've chosen this house to be home. And in that decision, you've chosen the mission and the vision that Christ has. And there is a part of your destiny, a part of the call of God that's on you, that's gonna unlock His great vision and mandate for this house, amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.